Jesus nah. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed, and all our video games are also for the casual man lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. Time. Another week, Win 4G Radio, episode 582, November 25th, 2019. It's turkey week, y'all. Got to have some turkey. But on the show this week, we've got the very tired Drew. Yep, I'm here. And the very tired Anthony. Yep. And we got the Wombat coming, too. I wonder if he's tired. Think he's tired? Maybe he just tired. had to de- he just had to deal with his son playing Overwatch. He's tired of your bullshit. That's what he's tired of. Oh, but yeah, it's uh the holiday week, Thanksgiving week. So it means you got Black Friday coming. Um, and shit, you don't even have to wait for that stuff anymore. You notice, like every place, digital shop, retailer, all got their Black Friday sales going on already. Which, by the way, if for some reason you do not own Doom, it's five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. Also, I feel bad for people who paid full price for Need for Speed and Shinmu because yeah. those motherfucking games are already on sale. Like, holy shit! Apparently, Need for Speed did pretty well. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you make a decent game. Yeah. You know. It's a damn sight better than payback. I'll put it that way. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's, not, it's not gonna knock it's not gonna knock your socks off. Like that's the thing is what can you do with Need for Speed? Nothing really. They, I mean, they tried it with payback. They it, they need to what they need I I know it sounds regressive, but they need to go back to underground where you're driving around, you can challenge computer racers. Um you know, they, it seems it's they totally seems, have that. The thing is, it, is it, like it, everything is everything about Need for Speed is in Need for Speed Heat. Okay, I just feel like I think part of the issue is that like it grown stale. The, the package, well, maybe but the pat the, the the package of it all, like the music was perfect. Didn't like you know. I don't feel like a game's captured all of the elements as well as it did in Need for Speed Underground 2. You know what I'm Ever. really tired you know what I'm really tired of with racing games? Open worlds? Yes. Oh, well, Take me back to fucking circuits and tracks. But, well, that's I think part of the other thing with Need for Speed Underground 2 isn't as big of a city as everything it has been since. I don't, you know, I don't what? want to drive for 20 minutes to get to the other side of the map. I, I can't roll my eyes harder enough than when somebody talks about how big their open world is. I don't give a fuck. 
I haven't for a long time how yeah, big your I'm, open I'm world is. I'm never going to see all of it, ever. No, yeah. I'm not. And 90% of it's going to be fucking empty, boring shit anyway. And and the only the only game, in my opinion, that's like, oh, okay, it's a big open world, and it was mainly because a lot of it was car combat, was Mad Max, which A, it made sense, but B, like, they want you in the car because there is combat in the car, and it feels good. It's the only time where I'm like, oh, big map makes sense because I'm supposed to be driving. Just, even Breath of the Wild, which is one of my favorite games, I really didn't need all that fucking empty space. Uh, they did a better job of having reasons to engage with stuff, but you're right. That, that map's a little large. Yes, huge. Yeah. I still think the worst one, though, is Just Cause 3. Like, there's so much of that map that is just open fucking water and empty islands. I mean, there's a fucking island in that game that has, like, one item on it. Some of them don't have any. Just Cause 2 has a lot of water, but then they also have a ton of things for you to blow up. That's the thing. is there That's the big thing about Just Cause 2 that I liked was that everything red just fucking blow it up. In Just Cause 3, it's like, eh, there's some shit to blow up, but it's not a lot. And if you blow it up, the frame rate's going to drop, so it don't matter anyway. <laughs> I think some of those games just run their course. Now, I don't think... I, I still think there's there's room in this world for Need for Speed. It's sure. just I don't, I don't know how to... I don't know how to change it. Because like I said, they tried to with Payback. In fact, I think Payback would would have been a decent game if they hadn't have bogged it down with hardcore microtransactions. Yeah, then they get and away then, with that, get away from that with this one. They they completely went away from that, and that's great. Like I said in my review, I know it hasn't went live yet, but my review, I was like, this is this is a giant step in the right direction. You know, like, Payback has some interesting stuff when it came to like, okay, so you're not just some street racer going around doing stuff. This is like the Fast and the Furious heists and stuff like that. He plays a crew that's trying to pull off stuff. And Heat is just, I'm douchebag number two who's driving around wanting to be, get my cred up so I can take on the big boys and the races. Get your cred up. And the the cops are trying to take my bank and also my life. My life. I think I figured it out. They really need to lean into the stupidity of it all. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. But one of the upgrades, your character is leveled up, and then their hair has frosted tips. <laughs> but, I mean, like, they could, you can totally like just, change what your character looks like. Like They have to make it really dumb. Like, perfect, oh my god, what the fuck is this? Stupid. See, They've, they've, they, and they have, that's the thing is like Need for Speed has tried almost everything. So one of the most endearing things I always loved was the dumb FMV cutscenes from like, you know, the most reboot. wanted. Well, and they did, they did that in the reboot that was just called Need for Speed. They did. I reviewed that. And that's, that's what I was going to bring up. They've tried to redo everything to hit that lightning in a bottle. And. Sure, I mean they're hamming it up in those those FMV cutscenes in the reboot, but it just the problem with the reboot was it was a decent driving game, but there was some kind of weird online like portion of that game 
that every probably 10 to 15 seconds, the game would hitch for like a split second. And it just ruined all the races because of it. They may have fixed that in later patches, but whenever I was reviewing it, I was like, this is almost unplayable at times because I'm taking a curve and it hitches, and then now I'm past the curve. So, I don't know. Heat's, heat's a good step in the right direction, but it's I, I just I don't know where you go from here. I don't know. It's, uh, I'd like to see Need for Speed be relevant again. It just hasn't been for years. Um, well, since we're talking about your games, Drew, do you have anything else that you would like to talk about? Honestly, it's been Need for Speed, Pokemon. Pokemon! Which I talked about that last week, right? Pokemon. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, it's... It's Pokemon. <sighs> yeah, it's, I haven't went back to it. I need to. You should. There's... I, I finished Jedi this week, so I'm ready to start a new game. I'm just trying to pick which one I want to start. Pokemon is one of the most accessible RPGs I've ever played. It's, it's gosh. I mean, you know, hardcore RPG players. Sure, I can see why they don't like it, because it, it does kind of take away the challenge. I haven't lost. In fact... Out of my six main Pokemon, I think only two have fainted ever. So it's not a very difficult game, but man, it is loaded with stuff. Tons of stuff. Maybe like, that's what I'll do over the holidays. You, you don't competitions even competitions and stuff, or is that what you're talking about? What's that? Are you talking about like the competitions and stuff where you can enter your Pokemon to earn ribbons? Is that still a thing? The gyms? Um, well, no, no. no that, that's a different thing. I think it was introduced in what? Gold and silver? Diamond and pearl. Was it diamond started, and pearl? Yeah, they had these big things. Well, I mean, it could have been the Game Boy Advance games, but I didn't ever have any of those. Um, I know, like, take your Pokemon and enter uh, in, and then they'd have ribbons, and then you could just keep entering them into stuff, and they'd get ribbons for different things. And I don't know if that gave them the stat boost, but there was so much stuff to do in diamond and pearl. If they've maintained any of that that game is still huge so what they have done in sword and shield is they've added the ability to make camp in doing so you can play with your pokemon you can cook meals for them um and they're all like little mini games um and doing that will give your Pokemon like stat boost for a little while and give them experience points. So even with just camping and and playing with your Pokemon will give them experience points to level up. On top of that, one of the coolest places that they've added is basically this open field. It's I think it's called the wild area. I can't remember the exact term for it. But it is so when you're running around the standard Pokemon game, you have a fixed camera. You can't move it. But when you go into this wild area, which is like spans tons of area in between uh, towns and stuff like that. And it's massive. It's like a huge area where you can actually move the camera around. 
you can find all kinds of Pokemon. There's Pokemon running around that are like, okay, if you see these, just know that they're going to be hard. And they they also have like raid fights now. So you can go up against, they call it Dynamax. Pokemon's giant, like the size of a building. <laughs> and you and three other trainers have to take it on. And you can also Dynamax your Pokemon as well. But it's only certain Pokemon, right? Well, it, it's... Like, it, not every Pokemon can evolve to Dynamax. No, all but, Pokemon can go Dynamax. Yeah. Um, but then there's, like, a special version that only certain Pokemon get. Yeah. So, so like, Pikachu Meowth... Becomes, uh, Pikachu becomes his fat self. Yeah. Meowth is, like, in this region of the of the Pokemon world, he is actually a Steel-type Pokemon. Instead of the regular mouth, was which was a normal type, so they've they've kind of mixed it up there. Um, there's just a ton there. Like really, it's it's. Did you get the mouth? By the way, special the the meowth? special one. Yeah, I got the 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 standard mouth. The, can- the Com- Kano, not Kano. Was it <laughs> Kanto? Yeah, the Kanto uh, mouth, which Hello, is like the standard. Me. And then he turns into <laughs> long <Kano>. cat. <laughs> Yeah, so I got I got that one. It was a free mystery gift for if you play Pokemon between now and like January fifteenth or something like that, you get it for free. If you go collect it, well, it's right there at the menu. <laughs> well, you had to go into it though. That's true. I didn't know it was there. Oh, it, it didn't took... pop up on the screen and be like, "Collect your shit." It actually, yeah. There's a big exclamation point. It's like you have a mystery gift. I never saw that. I must not have been paying attention. You you That's probably it. haven't went far enough. You haven't went to the point where you can actually capture a wild Pokemon yet, Ken. No, I ain't got no balls. Yeah. Dude, you don't... Like, I was probably five hours into this game before I even took on my first gym. Like, this, this game is, like, that big. You go through the wild area first before you even take on a gym. Pokemon! So... It's it's huge, and I don't get what everybody's complaining about. It's the internet. That's all I see is people complaining. So, yeah, I played that, and I played Overwatch. That's a video game. It is. I played some with you last night. Yeah, we did. We played some comp. Sure did. Overwatch. It, 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 um, there's nothing else that can be said about that game. Except shut up. I, I mean, everybody tells us to shut up. Everybody tells us to shut up, but the fact is, is like, it's a game that I play almost every day. Yeah. At least one match a day. That's, man, that's saying something. That's a lot of fucking playing a video game. We're going on four years. And before years in out. May, right? Yeah. Four years old, and I still play that game every single day. Yeah, I can't say that for any other game in my life. No. No. This is the most played video game I have ever played. And that's crazy, considering I don't have time to play video games anymore. I think it's even crazier, because when that game came out, I was like, I will never play this game. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you, you didn't. Well, you got a copy, didn't you? Yeah, they, they Blizzard sent me a copy of the game. They sent us like a, a PC version and an Xbox version. 
And I was like, I'll try it. So I booted it up. I'm like, oh, this is kind of neat. Here we are, four years later. I'm still fucking playing that game. I am. I was. I bought it. And me and Jay played it, and I was like, this is this is something else. There's something special here, Ken. I don't. I yeah. I didn't ah, believe I'll get play. to it. Whatever. Yeah, I was like, well, I didn't play. I don't play competitive stuff. Like I don't either. My thing and. Like, that's all the game had. Because I, I remember when it came out, I'm like, man, if this had a single player, I'd play the crap out of this. And guess what? Four years later, we're probably going to get a single player, and I probably won't play that as much. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, fuck. That's game it, generation. Though. It, it, like, seriously. If you guys want to... I know there's a lot of people asking, you going to have a game of the generation show? <laughs> Me and Ken, guess what ha- wins Overwatch? Fucking Overwatch. Yep. And so, Jay, Jay may even say that. Oh, he fell off of it. He did mm-hmm. fall off of it, but he was hardcore y'all some, for... Y'all some bribed-ass motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- this is how bribed I am, Ryan. Blizzard declined our request to check out the Switch version of Overwatch. Us. Yeah, you know why? Because they <laughs> listen favorite. to the show and they're like, these motherfuckers play this game way too much. I ain't giving them more to play. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're thinking about your health. No, they're not. They don't care. They Trust me. Try, do you really think Activision cares about that? No, nah, they don't care. This is a we, softer we were easy. Activision. That was the <laughs> easiest review ever. <laughs> 10 or 9.5, depending on how those Switch controls work. Yeah, if, if the Switch doesn't run... Well, it didn't run at 60 either. So. That's true. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Nine point seven five. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we biased, Ken? Are we? Uh, I, mm, I, don't I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. It's biased because it's not like it's not like we have a stake in Activision Blizzard. <laughs> no, I, I in fact, I hate most of the crap that they do. And man, truthfully, I don't. I just really like that fucking video game. Like nothing, nothing comforts me more than playing that video game. As far as playing video games right now, they. I mean, it's the perfect formula. Matches are less than ten minutes. Sometimes like two to three minutes. Yeah, if you get rolled. Yeah, and then it's it's objective based instead of just trying to kill people and people running around willy nilly. That's, characters are fucking fun to play. God. Yeah, they're oh. every every single character in that game is viable. I, I know that's one of the things Jay said whenever it first came out. He was like, "I just sat there and just played. Let me try Tracer. Wow, this character is like the best character in the game. Let me try Junkrat. Wow, this character is like the best character in the game." And he says it with every character. Yeah. It's so good. Like I don't know. Jeff Kaplan. That man is a genius, but he's so awkward. Did you watch the the 112 questions? Of course I watched it. What do you think I am? <laughs> I watch anything with Papa Jeff in it. A miserable uh, I, pile of secrets. Yeah. I, I watch anything with Jeff in it. Every time he's his face is in a thumbnail of a video, I'm like, I got Click. I gotta watch this. Who's he gonna ruin now? <laughs> That's what I wanna know. He's already killed Mercy half to death. I watched the whole what was it, hour and forty minute interview he did with Siegel. Mm-hmm. I watched that whole thing. 
I might have a problem. I might have several problems. Hi, this is Jeff from the Overwatch team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, every episode, every time he does something, we're like, we know who you are. I I know I know you guys are waiting on Zenyatta lore. It's coming. Yeah, Zenyatta lore is coming. It's coming. Also, we have nerfed Mercy again. <laughs> and I know you Mercy mains really hate me right now. We are not deleting Tracer from the game. And Bastion. And Widow. And we've made it to where Reaper no longer dies anymore. Nah. All right, before people click off, uh, yep. Anthony. Oh, they already have. <laughs> um, Did you play any Overwatch this week, Anthony? I will leave this show straight up. <laughs> Make a lot of people happy. Uh, his um, Achilles heel is making him play Overwatch. Um, I, uh, I finished Death Stranding. That game is. I really hate. I really hate having to eat my own words, but um, one of my favorite games of the year, and hands down one of Kojima's best and most coherent stories, which is crazy to say. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that game. Um, I played Rage Two. Because I bought that a while back, and of course it's on Game Pass now. Um, <laughs> that's how it works. I'm not buying video games anymore. Fuck yeah. everything comes to Game Pass. Um, yeah, uh, it's kind of Doom mixed with Borderlands. Like, I'm like, all right with that. It feels good to shoot guys in it, especially in the overdrive mode. I feel like that game went under the radar, despite being a big release from Bethesda. I, I'm, I'm still. I, I go back to that game because I remember playing through it, and I was like, "This is just fun." Like it's yeah. just, it's just stupid fun, and like so many people were like, "I really felt like this needed this and this needed that." And I was like, "I get that, but fuck, can't you just switch that shit off and just have fun?" Is yeah, I mean, it's a It's it's it, I'm okay with there not being doomed this year. It, it's it's filling that void well enough. Like the shooting feels as good as Doom. It's just not as fast because that's not this game. Not yet, anyways. I'm sure there's going to be upgrades to the suit, but um, oh, it's more like upgrades to your gun. Okay, the gun the guns get crazy. But I'm I I'm thoroughly impressed i had some i had a weird bug where it was um there's like this squeeze it was super high pitched i tried turning down the sound effects and it just overpowered everything at one point so like i was like oh gunfire will be less but the squealing seemed to stay at the same level i had to uninstall the game and reinstall the game and then now it's gone it's fine um but yeah, I really am enjoying that game a lot. The last game I've played this week, because I haven't played a lot. Um, is anybody familiar with uh, Zachtronics? No. I am familiar with it by you posting multiple GIFs of it. 
<laughs> Factronics um, is the studio that made Infiniminer, which is... Never heard of it. Well, you... Basically, what happened when Infiniminer's source code was leaked on the internet and Zactronics stopped working on it... Um, Minecraft was spawned then because a man that has since revealed that he's kind of a piece of shit uh, decided that he wanted to make something. And so Zactronics is kind of the origin of Minecraft in a way. And they've gone and done other games like Space Chem and Fina Factory. Um, they have a bunch of different games and a lot of their newer stuff is puzzle based and they released a game called I'm going to pronounce this wrong um, Molex Sintaz which is a puzzle game where you are trying to create chemical compounds and it's like you have to basically program it out step by step create the chemicals and it's it's a nice puzzle game because I don't have to rush to solve anything. But, oh my god, is it difficult? Um, it's got a very uh, minimalist style. It's just black and white. And there seems to be a story that goes on every few levels that you finish. And I'm interested to see how pe- other people solve the same. Because it does judge you sort of based on how many cycles it takes to produce the amount that they want, which is just how many times they can follow your process through to create the chemical compound and how many it takes of those to get to the amount of that chemical they are asking for. And uh, it also judges you based on how many moves you make basically in that uh, process. So I'm interested to see, how other people solve it and simplify the same issue. There's also, and I spent like at least two and a half hours playing it. They have a version of solitaire in there where you can cheat by taking a card and placing it anywhere. But as soon as you do that, nothing can be placed on top of that card. And the next move that card makes, it has to be into the proper location. But there was an achievement on Steam, so it means nothing. But um, they mean nothing anyways. What am I saying? Um, Where if you could play a a round of Solitaire and finish it without cheating, and that was extremely difficult because it's not normal Solitaire. They have... uh, They don't have a spot where you can start stacking cards. So um, I was playing that quite a bit as well. I really like that game. I think it's a great puzzle game. Uh, it'll probably make it onto my game of the year list um, if it continues to be as good as it is. And that's it for me. Oh, one more thing. Sorry. Before I... Totally not game-related, but I think everybody should read it. Uh, if you like The Joker, uh, John Carpenter wrote a Joker comic book, and it's one of the best things I've read in a while. Huh. <laughs> Weird combination, right? Uh, John Carpenter and, um, oh my god, Anthony Birch actually wrote it together. Is 
fantastic. It's a one shot. It might be a little difficult to find, but I'm sure they're going to reprint it. Um, it's, it's a as long as you know who the Joker is, it's all you need. I mean, who doesn't know? I, but but I don't. <laughs> as a one shot, like references to the Enchantress and Bane, but they're you don't really need to know who they are. And, uh, I mean, the Joker, you need to know, but the Joker is the main character of this and it's really well done. And I was kind of shocked at the ending. I didn't know where it was going. So, uh, the fact that it's just one comic book though, it's really easy just to read and then not have to follow up with anything. So yeah, that's it. All right. Move on to the Wombat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, I have not played much. Okay. Um, I played some more NBA. Yes, I know. Can I still owe you a review? Yeah, I owe myself a lot of reviews. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, it was my first week at a new job this week. and um, Yeah, that's, that's stress enough. Yeah. The um, uh, I also um, watched my son play Overwatch, um, as as he has now succumbed to the clutches. So, oh, so who, who's your main, Ryan? What? Who's your main? Mine? Yeah. I I don't play it. So it's in I your it's in your house now, though. It's it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah it's gonna happen. So. <clears throat> Out of all the characters you know you've what's seen, funny? <laughs> I would agree with you 100% that it was going to happen. I would agree with you 100% if it had split screen. But it doesn't. So he's the only one that can play it if he's playing it. Well, it's going to call to you in the middle of the night. You can't play it together. You're going to hear uh, this, you're going to hear the song and you're just you're just going to have to run down and grab that controller. Nope. <laughs> the only way it's going to get turned on in my house is if Jacob's playing it, because it doesn't have split screen. I can't play it with him. So, <laughs> so instead, um, when I want to play stuff with him, um, I play Fortnite, which we played yesterday a little bit. Um, even though I, I'm not a huge fan of that game, and we play Roblox, which I also played yesterday. <sighs> so. It's fine. I mean, the the game we play is like a, or we, the game we played yesterday is almost like a, um, almost like a clicker. Um, so it was it was fine. We had fun. But um, other than that, um, I played a little bit more Hitman Two this week. Just um, just a little bit though. Um, not a lot else in terms of stuff that's worth talking about. I did um, get my um, uh, Schmimulator up and running on my Raspberry Pi 4, um, but that's about it. Do you have a game that you kind of, you know, set it off with? A game that you always play when you first get a, a new new one up and running? Um, You know, it... Not necessarily. I usually just go to whatever I'm kind of feeling at the time. Um, you know, on um, 
on NES, Mega Man tends to be the first one that I go to to see if it's working. Um, Super Nintendo, it's usually Mario World. Um, 64 um, is probably um, WCW Revenge. And then PlayStation's Mega Man Legends. Mm. Of course, I own all these games, so... Yeah, no, the it's, ROMs are one hundred percent authorized. <laughs> legit. Um, I always do Mario sixty four, and it's not just because of what the game is; it's also because of I want to see how the control maps. Yeah, and also um, Mario sixty four is one of the sixty four games that tends to struggle with some emulators, so that's a yeah. good one to check. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. All right. I'd like to say that I have a lot more to talk about, but I really don't. Um, I did finish Jedi. It is shot its ass straight up to the top of my list. It'll be in my game of the year list. That game is phenomenal. Uh, if you've not played it, you should totally play it. Whether you're just into Star Wars, action games, if you want it to be a Souls game, it totally can. Um, I got a little frustrated over the weekend seeing a couple of people I follow on Twitter like immediately dismiss the game. They're like, oh, it's a Souls game. I don't want any part of it. You can dumb it down so that it's not necessarily a Souls game and it's more of like an action game. You can totally do that. And seeing people immediately dismiss games always frustrates me. Uh, rather, than, uh, rather than dismiss it for that reason than to dismiss it because, oh, it's EA and I'm not paying full price for that. Well, you, know, and you can't complain when EA does their microtransaction-y bullshit. Like, you, you, that's not how that works. You either support this type of method, or they go to alternative options. See, I believe a lot less people boycott games because of that. I think they just talk a big game on Twitter. Because they can't afford it. No, 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 no. I'm but talking about the, micro, the microtransaction stuff. People complain and piss and moan about things like that and then they still buy the game whereas when they complain about a game being a certain genre or type a lot of times they won't mm. because they can still play a game with microtransactions but and, and I get it like if you told me whenever the words roguelike or run based or souls like come into a conversation I immediately hold off yeah I do like, too I don't, yeah I don't want to play that game so I get hearing that Jedi is a Souls-like game and being like, nah, I'm good. But do a little research. And, 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 and I did this for all the games that I'm interested in that have the elements that I don't like. Like, can I turn that off? And in Jedi, you totally can. Um, you can put it on normal or story difficulty and, and you really don't have to die and do it again, die and do it again. Like, it, you don't have to do that. You can just play a kick-ass Star Wars game with some great lightsaber combat. I, that doesn't appeal to me either. Well, yeah, and, and I get that. Like, if you're not into Star Wars, then this is probably not a game for you. No. You know, and that's fine. But don't dismiss it because it's a Souls game. Yeah. Because you can totally turn that off. Uh, but I I really, really love that game. Uh, and it's it's hefty, too. I think it took me like 15, 16 hours to finish that game. Mm. Um, no it's welcome. No, um, and I the only thing I could complain about is that I wish 
Well, there's a couple of things I could complain about. I wish that you could fast travel to meditation spots because running through the entire level again is kind of a pain in the ass. Um, and it might be more of a pain in the ass if I actually wanted to 100% it. Um, but the stuff that you collect is all cosmetic items that I really didn't use that much. So I don't really have like a... I don't really have like a desire to go back and collect a lot of the stuff because it's it's a lot of like lightsaber hilts, which you really can't see. <laughs> so I don't really need to collect those. And I don't really need 27 ponchos for uh, Mr. Kestis. So there is that. Uh, but no, I, I really enjoyed that game. I like where it goes. The story is interesting, especially for somebody who's into Star Wars lore. Um, now that the extended universe is dead, they're rewriting the extended universe in between this and the Mandalorian. It has been a, a wonderful time to learn some things that happened in between my favorite movies. So, um, I didn't talk about it, but I, I, I'm also playing a game called Valfaris, which is a side scrolling 16 bit. Stop me if you've heard this before. Um, indie game but this one is themed after some like heavy metal shit and looks like contra it looks like contra it looks like it looks like contra but when you play it it's not contra does it feel more like um the only other guess i have is um oh god they, they just released the special edition with the analog um turrican Maybe a little more Turkin. There's okay. definitely melee. There's shields. Wow. Um, it's not like... It's more checkpoint-based than level-based. Um, it's very hard. Uh, you have to pick up items to do the checkpoints. Uh, once you hit the checkpoint, then obviously you can continue from there. You will earn upgrades for your different weapons, your shield, your sword, your gun. Uh, you'll get new guns. There's hidden areas where you can go down and collect these things that uh, let you upgrade your weapons. Um, that's really kind of the only place you can find those. Uh, every time the main character gets a new weapon, he stops and headbangs while holding the weapon. <laughs> so, and it's all I, this weird... I'm assuming they rendered it in 3D. Yeah, then... it's kind of got like that Mode 7 kind of look to it where like it can move in and out of the pixels and it's... This is the same artist, by the way, that did that other metal ass metal game. Um, the one that was the Castlevania. Oh, Slain. Slain. Yeah. Oh man. Slain was very metal too. S- same artist, not the same team. I don't. Okay. I mean, but this even is then, still this is still hard. It's not Slain hard. Slain is fucking brutal. But Slain, Slain also. Slain was also broken at launch. Yeah, they did. Re- they did fix it though. Yeah, they did uh, before they, they released it game. other places. Yeah. But um, I think I kind of came to this realization the other day that, like, we grew up playing games of this kind of 16-bit side-scrolling mechanics, uh, which is why people make these games now is because, you know, we're the people with the money, so we're the ones that are going to buy these things. We, We love the nostalgia. Why I think this doesn't work for a lot of these games, and you know, I will never say anything bad about Valfaris's art style, its direction, its kind of you know visual aesthetic. 
I don't think these games being built today to kind of harken back to that nostalgia are really good at the moment to moment gameplay. Like when you think about a game that did it really well this year, you think of Bloodstained. And that is Igarashi doing what he does best and making a game that is fun to play from screen to screen. Whereas when you come into a game like Blasphemous or Valfaris or, you know, a million of the other 16-bit side-scrolling games, like the minute-to-minute combat is okay, but when you're repeating that, you know, ad nausea for four or five hours, it's it just does not draw you into it. And I think that's the biggest thing that these games suffer from. Is that the combat, the enemies, the the gameplay loop is just not it's just not there. It's not as good as a really solid like side scrolling game. And, it's and no I shovel knight. It, exactly. Like Shovel Knight's another perfect example of it. Like when one of them works, it really fucking works. And when I was playing Bloodstained, I wanted to keep playing. When I was playing something like Blasphemous or Valfaris, I'm like, <sighs> okay, let's get to the next checkpoint. Let's get to the next. Like, it wasn't engaging me. And it's not bad. I don't think it's a bad video game. I just don't think it has that that special sauce. That, that's, that's my exact thoughts of a game I'm supposed to be reviewing, which was Dark Devotion. Yeah, there's there's so many of these games, and they're perfectly fine. Yeah. They're just not exceptional. And I think well, Dark Devotion the, also throws in that Souls mechanic. So did Blasphemous. Blasphemous had the Souls mechanic where when you died, you would your like health would deteriorate and you had to get your thing back so your health bar could fill up all the way. Like there's always a hook in these games. And when you know the hooks are fine, the the, the gimmicks are fine when you've got that loop like Bloodstained has gimmicks. But the reason Bloodstained works is because it really fucking the loop is good. And I think that's a big thing that's missing from a lot of these. It's hard to do. That's the thing. Because, I mean, you know, it's almost like that lightning in a bottle. Yeah. It's like the Halo conversation where they wanted to loop, you know, 30 seconds of fun. Yeah. You got to do that. I mean, you have to. Otherwise, your game just gets boring and monotonous and you're like, well, this is fine. It's not broken. It plays good, but I just kind of don't want to play it. That's gosh, you've just mentioned like that's exactly how I feel about Dark Devotion. I don't that game is totally fine. It's not for me. And I'm sure there's people out there who love it. But I I played probably about two hours of that game. and I'm just like, I don't want to play this game anymore. It's just. You know, you, you die at the same boss for you know ten times. I'm just like, I am so sick of this. Yeah, whereas a game like I'm trying to think back, Shovel Knight. That that's a really I mean, good Shovel one. Shovel Knight's like the best example of that. But the like the final boss was so fucking hard. Oh gosh, dude! Some of those some of those uh, just regular boss fights were difficult. Yeah, but I never wanted to not play it. Yeah. That was kind of the thing is like there was never a point where I was like, I don't want to do this. I, I did that in Bloodstained um, before I stopped playing it. And I stopped playing it because of the bugs and things and I moved on to other stuff. I, I intend to go back to it. But like every time I got to a boss, like um, Anthony helped me out here. What's the blood lady's name? I have got stuck on that boss forever. Oh, I don't remember, man. But that boss was kicking my ass. But I didn't 
stop and get frustrated and turn it off, I went back through the level and upgraded different, um, what are they called? The shards. shards. I, I upgraded some of my shards so that I could fight her better because that game had a good loop. Yeah. It's funny, like, that whole game, I've heard people say it doesn't really feel like Symphony of the Night, except that I'd argue, A, you don't want that because then you just want to play Symphony of the Night. Um, it, like, it does a good job of capturing why Symphony of the Night was great. And, like, I haven't, you know, we're t- talking about games that not, aren't necessarily Metroidvanias, but it's, like, it's not just the pixel art. It's, it is specifically trying to recapture that magic, and some people don't understand how tight the design was on those old games, partially because of limitations, but... Yeah, and, like, and now they're like, not limited, so they can, yeah. they can kind of blow it out, and sometimes that just doesn't work. Like, to this day, other than Metroid and Castlevania, um, Bloodstained, which, I mean, is made by the guy who <laughs> made those Castlevania games, the only other Metroidvania I can think of that is super tight is Shadow Complex. Shadow Off the top Complex of my head. Was a, yeah, Shadow Complex was a, was a very solid one of those. Yes, and, like, I see it, but I've played a lot of Metroidvanias, and some of them just, they're not bad. I'm not criticizing them. Insomniac did a decent one. Yeah. Song of the Deep was a... I I finished that It's different. That game's different, though, too. That's probably the reason why it's not coming to mind. What about the the most recent uh, Monster Boy game? I like that game. I didn't finish it. That one isn't as tight as something like uh, either The Dragon's Trap Wonder Boy and Monster World, which is a that that game has a is very big in comparison, it's and it doesn't giant, need to, man. Yeah. yeah, it is. And that's not a, that's not a complaint. I'm totally fine with it, more Wonder Boy slash Monster Boy. Just I remember being on the beach and being like, "This is really big, and it doesn't need to be." Um, like part of part of what made because that game takes a lot from. The Genesis title, uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World, and that game is big, but it's it reuses areas in a good way of like oh, um, and I clearly know I can use it here, and I felt like the only reason why you'd go back is to find something that's arbitrary to finishing that game. Like it, it it's not, it's not the same design. Um, it's just not as fluid. So, fuck. I I know another one that did it really well recently was the messenger. I haven't played that, and that's a bad on me. I know. Yeah. The well, the messenger is not really a Metroidvania game. No, no, but I mean that sixteen bit, like, just those games that we grew up with. You know, not everything. You know, Mega Man wasn't necessarily Metroid. Yeah. Yeah, the but, messenger is real solid. Yeah, like certain games can nail it. Other games, just like they're good, they're not. Holy cow! This is bringing back my childhood memories. And and to be fair, 
we we hold on to a handful of games from that era. There's also a pile of shit. Oh yes. Oh yes. So. But yeah, that, I, that I tells me mastered was really good <clears throat> too. Yeah, yeah, it was. But it was built off of a really good original. The same engine, yeah, essentially. I just I, I came to that like realization playing like Volfaris was the was the like thing that pushed me over the edge. It's like these games are fine. They're just missing that special sauce. So and then I played a game. <laughs> oh, I played Shinmu 3. Oh my god. So, did you take this for review? I tried to give it away. I tried. Is the voice acting any better? Dude, okay, so... Did they bring back the old voice actors? <laughs> who's typing? Anthony. Oh, me. Um, so, Drew, they brought back the voice actors. <clears throat> okay. But they didn't bother to coach them any different. This game is fucking Shenmue. We were talking about this. Anthony and I were talking about this before the show. If you had told me that this game was made in 2002 and they just now found it, I would fucking believe you. Is that including the graphics and everything? The graphics are upgraded. It is widescreen. It looks better. Mm -hmm. But it's still everything else. Everything else. The conversations that people have with each other. And this is just an example, but this happens every time you, <clears throat> every time you talk to somebody, you will walk up to somebody and it's the same Shinmu has always been. You're asking people if they've seen, you're looking for something. Yeah. And, in, and in this case, the beginning of the game, you're looking for a group of thugs and you're looking for, uh, a specific man with a scar on his face. So Rio will walk up to somebody and he'll be like, excuse me, I'm looking for a man with a scar on his face. And the first reply out of these people's mouth is something like, why are you walking on the water? Yeah. It's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like they've, it should move one. When I played it for Phoenix down, it was like that. It was like, they're not having the same conversation. No, not at all. Yeah. They're not even in the same time zone. No, it's, it's it, it, man. And it's still there. And, and in this game, in the beginning, you're walking to the village with the girl who was at the end of the second game. Um, it, this literally picks up right where the second game ends. You're walking back to the village with the girl and you're having a conversation with her. And the conversation is not flowing like a conversation two human beings would have. Yep. And the game decides to have these like fade in and fade out cuts that look like you're talking to somebody who is not in the same place they were two two sentences ago. I mean I, <laughs> Yu Suzuki has not made a video game since Shinmu 2. And apparently he didn't play any other video game since Shinmu 2. <laughs> I mean, <coughs> holy shit. Oh, well. I wonder so, if Mark makes an appearance. Um, He was my favorite character because he could... For some reason, the translation was wrong. 
it, you had to do the stupid uh, races with the the uh, forklifts. Yeah, the forklift racing. At, yeah. At, at the beginning of the race, he'd go, "On your mark, almost time to go," and then you would go. <laughs> and I'm like, and even me and Matt were like, "Does he not know how you say on your mark, get set, go?" <clears throat> Is that a translation error? Oh my god! <laughs> if you wanted. Shinmu 3 from 2002 you got it um uh, the obvious things lacking there are no sega properties in this game sega. letting that out there uh, so there's no arcade space harrier there's no any of that do you still collect uh, the the capsules the capsule, capsules are still there um, so what are you collecting they're just fucking generic things drew oh good like one of the first ones you're tasked with collecting is like a fisherman. Which is funny because you're in like this old timey village in Hong Kong and there's a fucking capsule machine outside of a grass hut. I've, I'm. Mm. Did they at least buy a microphone for the characters so they don't sound like this whenever they're talking? Uh, they, they sound a little better. Okay. Um, they still sound stale and, and very uninterested in what they're doing. They sound like they're confused that they're recording voice line. There's an old man in the first village that kind of sums up my whole like feelings of the voice acting in Shinmu. You walk up to him and you're like, excuse me, sir, I'm looking for a man with a scroll on his face. And he just replies with, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's how every conversation was. Excuse me. Wait a lot. I'm looking for this. <laughs> you're looking for what? You know, um, that guy over there. Do you know that when the sun rises, it's pretty? I'm yeah. sorry, do you know where this person is? What? It's, it's, you, it's like, what kind of conversation are we having here? This is this is like robots talking. Are you sure it's like you haven't played this algorithm. game? You, you haven't played this? Are you sure you haven't played this game, Drew? I played the entirety of Shinmu 1. And from the way you're talking, I will never in my life play Shinmu 3. Yes. Um... All of the unnecessary cutscenes are also here. So I was uh, another thing I was telling Anthony for the show. You you're in the village and you go. You're staying with the girl <clears throat> in her house in the village. And when you walk in the living room, there's like this little like fireplace in the middle, and it has like a little step up. If you walk towards it, it stops, shows you a cutscene of Rio taking his shoes off. He steps up onto it. It shows you a close-up of his feet stepping up onto the ledge. Then it loads. Then you're on the ledge. You want to come back down? Walk over to it. Game loads. Shows a close-up of Ryu putting his shoes back on. And then tapping his shoes on the floor. Loads again. You're back down. A literal three-inch step takes 20 seconds. With cutscenes and loading. Didn't that used to be they did that to mask the loading in the Dreamcast? If you got a load Rio stepping up onto that ledge, you need... You, you, mm, mm, we need to talk. You gotta fix something. Great. Now, there are some quality of life things. Um, you can fast travel. Holy crap. Um... And it's nice because when you need to go somewhere, you can literally just tap the D-pad and it'll say, like, do you want to go here? Okay, let's go there. And you automatically go there. That's nice. 
Um, you can you can see all the things you can level up, like your kung fu. Um, you can level those up, doing different things. The fighting, not great. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about this one. Um, when I booted the game up, I forgot to change my inverters. We can have that discussion another day. That's not why I'm here. So when I get into the game, I'm trying to pause it so I can change my settings. Tell me what button you think is the pause screen. Are we on um... PlayStation 4? Okay. Triangle. No. I remember now you told me I can't do it. R1. There you go, Drew. Oh, my God. (laughs) It couldn't possibly be the options button. No. Do they use that at all? You know, I I don't think it does anything. What? It would have been funny if they made the share button just... (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I, like, I was, here's me trying to, I'm like, I'm walking to the village, and I'm like, maybe I can't access the pause menu yet. I keep walking, I start smashing the touchpad, I'm pressing all the face buttons, I'm like, oh, okay, so the right trigger lets him run, the left trigger zooms in the view, I, all of a sudden I hit R1, this menu comes up, here are your settings. What the fuck? Press R1! You press really? the button and it just shoots the disc out of the console. <laughs> deletes, the, <laughs> deletes the install. Oh my god! I, I do feel bad for all the people that back this game, not because the game is bad, but they haven't received their copies yet. Holy shit, really? I, I don't know if it's just physical, but I've heard about people not having it. So here's So imagine you put $60 to back this game, right? You you funded the making of this game. The game comes out. You still don't have your copy. It's now on sale at Best Buy for thirty four ninety nine a week after it came out. How's that feel? Yeah. Imagine doing that, not getting, not being promised a physical copy, and it comes out at less money than it took to get a digital copy. Oh, that's right. That was Mighty Number no. Nine. I mean, and that game took a lot of flack for that. Well-deserved. Oh, yeah. It, it's always well-deserved. And, um... I mean, holy shit. And it, at least at least this version... I don't know. That That is shitty. You know what? Two, right? Like, that's not necessarily the publisher. I have a lot of issues with this game. But the people who wanted Shinmu 3... Motherfucker, you got Shinmu 3. <clears throat> I don't like, know how I feel about people defending all the old... No, you should not stuff. defend the gameplay design and mechanics because I'll tell you this, if a series went dormant for 20 years and you came back and you had changed nothing, like everything that was kind of broken well, about the original game... They did have fast travel. Sure, you got one quality of life change, but come on! At the cost of all the Sega Arcade <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're not you're losing some things too, which is. Uh, I'm now, glad everybody is, got their game. I hope they're loving it. Is I there really, combat in this? Yeah, it's it's like okay. the. It's well, I didn't like know. I heard game. I heard somebody say that there was zero combat, and I didn't know if it was just because they were early on or if they removed the. Com- um, combat I don't know if you've well. seen. I don't know if you've seen the screenshot floating around of the Shinmu combat, to, like how to tell, it tells you how to fight. It literally just shows all four face buttons and it says, press these buttons to fight. That's awesome. 
It doesn't Classic. even, it I, doesn't I want even that. specify what each button does. I want that. I want that in every fighting game. Press these buttons to fight, and they just point at the controller. You know, if you love Shinmu, I'm so happy that you got your third game. I, I really, it doesn't finish the story, by the way. He's already said that. Yeah. I mean, they are adding DLC, so I don't know how far along in the story. He's, he's said one. that it's not going to finish with this game. So, there is that. Whew. Um, hey, if you're out there and you're playing it and you're loving it and you're having a great time, more power to you. But holy shit, I expected a little more after 20 years than this. I expected a little more of an upgrade. <sighs> that's, I mean, that's all I got. That's where I gotta, I gotta call it a day on that one. Uh, we have got some games coming out this week. You ready to talk about what's coming out this week? It's, no. I mean, all the bi- all the big boys are out. I'm just gonna say that. I'm never ready for what comes out in the week. I mean, it, it ain't much. Uh, we've got Brain in Retro, True Fear, Forsaken Souls Part Two. We do have Ancestors Legacy coming to consoles this week. Uh, Bleep Bloop, that's a game. Bleep Bloop, Foxy Land, Gas Guzzlers Extreme. Him into PlayStation. That's been out on Xbox and PC forever. Um, Gris is coming to PlayStation 4 this week. Helmet, the badass from hell. Um, Overcooked and Overcooked 2 is one package. Pick a pick. Those are fun games. Yeah, they are. If you got somebody to play with, don't don't play those games by yourself. Uh, Pick a Picks Classic 2. Soccer Tactics and Glory. Story of a Gladiator. Uh, The Escapist and The Escapist 2. Must be a bunch of bundles coming out this week. Worms Battleground and Worms WMD. Golazo. The Nightfall. Here's a big one. Five Nights at Freddy's HD. First time that thing's been on consoles, I think. Right? No, yes. <clears throat> I know, so the VR has been out. I, I want to say that they've all been out, though. Not on console. Uh, some, of them, some of them have been, for sure. I don't think you're right. I don't think console versions of this game exist. Which which one is this? Uh, Five Nights at, I don't think any Five Nights at Freddy's are on console, right? I'm almost I thought certain. they were just PC only. Um, I'm almost certain... That they've had, because again, the, the the VR one is on consoles, which has all the games. Are you sure? I didn't think that was yep. out yet. Yes, it is. I've watched someone play it because I was like, "Is this just going to be the same thing?" And yes, the answer is absolutely one hundred percent yes. Um, I'm looking at the publisher for Five Nights at Freddy's and different publisher. Oh, I must on? be. I thought this was. I don't think it is. I think it's this is the first time it's made it to consoles. The, yeah, you're right. The the standard ver, the standard games this is the first time. I thought so because I, I know that game is huge and as far as I know it's only PC. And it's coming only to Switch? Uh no, this is PS4. Oh, okay. 
Oh yeah, I um, see. It. They're, they're they're apparently coming to Switch as well, which is no surprise. Uh, everything yeah, uh, I I definitely had it wrong. They are in, all included in Five Nights at Freddy's VR Help Wanted, which was uh, out on PSVR and then the VR on PC. So, uh, Valhalla, a cyberpunk bartender action game, and uh, where the water tastes like wine. A lot of PC ports. Isn't Valhalla on? console already too it might be this might be a physical version i mean these are just lists of games so um but about 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 i guess five nights of freddy's is also coming to xbox this week also i think i'm wrong i'm syncing 2064 random access memories uh and that's it what about switch we get anything coming out for switch this week i'm sure fucking switch pretty sure five nights of freddy's probably uh, all the stuff we talked about already, a lot of it is coming to Switch this week. Uh, also, uh, Chameleon, Monster Jam, Steel Titans, Pine, Gemstone Keeper, Real Heroes Firefighter, Widget Satchel, Widget Satchel, <laughs> Amazing <laughs> Brick Breaker. Got my, my Widget, widget Satchel. satchel. <clears throat> it's where I keep all my widgets. Uh, Decay of Logos, uh, don't play it. Don't play that. Don't play that. Don't. Electronic Super Joy, Family Tennis SP, Hypersports, Kissed by the Baddest Bitter, Knowledge Trainer Trivia. Here's one I actually want to play. I know this is stupid, but I used to play this on, was it XP Indie Games? Nyan Cat Lost in Space. <laughs> Nyan Cat. Yeah, wow. you ever play that shit? That shit is fun. That's an that's an old ass meme there. Yeah. That's My son to, loves Nyan Cat. That's uh, coming to Switch this week. Uh one way ticket. Professional farmer, American Dream. Skeletal, a giant party. The Nightfall. Trover Saves the Universe is actually making its way to Xbox and P- uh, Switch. Okay. I guess you can play that without VR, so... Yeah, I think I finally might pick it up when it comes to Xbox, because I'm a fan of the, the Royland stuff, so... Boy, is it Royland <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, 2064 Read-Only Memories Integral Collector's Edition. Uh, Blaster Master Zero Two Copen. Oh, huh. that, that's DLC. That's um, I was gonna say Copen. That's a character from uh, uh, Striker Gunvolt. I swear, man. I feel like the Switch is. So check this out: the Death Trap Dungeon trilogy is coming to Switch this week. What's Death Trap Dungeon? It's an old PS One series. Yeah, I have not heard that name in decades. Holy cow, I gotta pick this up. This is the first time I've ever heard of that game. Yeah, Death Trap Dungeon was a series of games on the original place. They're not great games, but I have kind of a nostalgia for them. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna pick that up. Uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's Quintilogy is coming. We've got Five Nights at Freddy's 2, Five Nights at Freddy's 3, Five Nights at Freddy's 4, Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, Freddy's coming to Switch this week. I I think I have some bad news for you. Death Trap Dungeon is not what you think it is. What it is, is it? It is Fighting Fantasy Death Trap Dungeon Trilogy, not Death Trap Dungeon Trilogy. 
What so is it's fun? part. It's it looks like a card game of some sort with some like. Oh well, you just stuff. ruined my day. Sorry, I just didn't want you to get your hopes up and then get. Well, something. I mean, I, I it's not exactly hopes that on Friday I'm going to be playing an old PS One game, but it's. A... I didn't want I didn't want you to enter this and not get what you were thinking. Nah, I wouldn't. I would have looked at this. I'm very good about looking into things before. So I wouldn't have just bought it. Uh, there's not a lot of news this week because most of the news is about the sales. Um, but That's we did have, sales. but we did have a new Half-Life game announced. Can you believe it? I can't believe that. There's a new so. Half-Life game coming out. It is not Half-Life Three. It is in fact called Half-Life Alex, and it is only on VR. That kills me. Yeah, but. but... You know what? Whatever it gets them to making games again, I'm totally fine with. If it's VR that they spend their time with, so be it. It just like there's a lot of really good, talented people at Valve, and I'm glad they're making something. I'm glad they're making something in the Half Life universe. Uh, it's kind of weird to see new models for all the characters because you've been since what 2004 yeah or before <laughs> that even that was uh half-life 2 models so i i mean it looks kind of neat too i just don't I have it, the, the rig yeah, to play it i hope it's good i'm sad that i will not play it because it's it's not only vr only it's only vive out of the gate and I don't even have that. I have an Oculus, an original Oculus. It's not. It's not Vive though. It's it's whatever their new one is. Yeah, Vive. It's Vive something, oh, right? Is it? Okay. I don't. I didn't know if it was Vive because that was part of HTC, right? I thought this was their new. I don't. I can't keep I up know. with the names of all this VR. I don't shit. know if it's I, just the hand controllers, but they, it definitely is the hand controllers that they are selling that like detects your finger movements and stuff. Okay. At some point, VR will stop releasing more headsets than there are games for VR. It's it's crazy. Never. Um, State of Decay 2 is coming to Steam. That's pretty cool. Uh, there was a new WWE patch. Ryan, you got an update for that patch? Uh, update is, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, and then the Stadia reviews came out. Yeah, how about that piece of shit? <laughs> you know, I just it was like everybody said, like, yeah, this doesn't run very well. And I went, who thought it was going like the best reviews that come for it? First of all, over Wi-Fi, it's not good. Shit, I could have told you that. <laughs> you didn't even have to test it. <laughs> I could have told you Wi-Fi was going to be a problem. But then they're like, wired in, it's okay. And I'm like, that's not where it needs to be, though. Yeah, I get it. Were... This, you're buying into an alpha or beta or whatever. I get it. Um, <sighs> but then, like, there is a nightmare scenario I've watched of someone saying that they couldn't set the thing up because of all the stupid stuff. Like, Google owns a bunch of different products, but they couldn't use a Gmail account linked to, like, a business. So they had to use a personal account. And they could only get the Stadia app, the thing that they needed to start up stadia on their browser they had to use it they could only get that to run on the google pixel phone yeah and like what a nightmare and they're like well we'll just use the chromecast that we have to set up the stadia app no 
You can only like, use a Chromecast oh. that comes with it. No, no, they weren't looking to stream to the Chromecast. They were trying to use the Chromecast to log into an account or, or, or on the Stadia app so they could activate it on a browser. <laughs> yeah, it, like... It, 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 <laughs> um, you, wait, wait, wait. I also... I, I was So I watched a lot of like hands-on videos with these. Apparently, you need two separate apps on the phone to even yes. get the shit up and running. Yes. Hold on. I will find the. the I mean, do you is, realize how ridiculous this that is? is? Um, it, it was Gamers Nexus, and they talk about that. And this is a quote By unpacking the Chromecast Ultra that came with our Stadia Founders Edition bundle in order to see if we could run the Stadia app on that instead. In order to set up the Chromecast, we first had to install the Google Home app on a phone because we all died in a car crash, and this is actually hell. Like, holy shit. They couldn't get the Chromecast to work without installing another app. And, <laughs> like, then and then you get into the games and, and they're supposed to be running like this massive PC that, you know, super high settings. And apparently Destiny is rendering at 1080p and then upscaling to 4K. Red Dead Redemption 2, they did a side-by-side comparison between Stadia and Xbox One X and Xbox One X destroyed it. And right now, because it's not, well, it's never going to be free, but because it's not a free buy-in, I suppose, like you actually have to buy into the program. And you get two games, by the way. You get Samurai Showdown and you get Destiny 2. A fighting game that I would never want to play a fighting game with any sort of extreme latency issues. And Destiny Destiny 2, 2, which which is is free! free. It's free! (laughs) Oh, it sounds like a nightmare, and it's just like... Uh, and the game prices are ridiculous. Like, they're all $60. They're all brand new prices, because they're yeah. brand new to me. Like, the whole... And there's only the, one exclusive, and I heard it's kind of... Eh. And, and the biggest... See, see, I I was down on Stadia because I know that the infrastructure was going to be the issue. But, like, the whole idea of this working is not for big video game people. Like you probably own a console or PC. This is for people who don't. And like from the sounds of it, it it's not user friendly in the slightest. Yeah. And on on top of that, like it's just, there's nothing here. Like most of these, most of these games that we're looking at are six months to a year old. It, it 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 is disappointing to see something fail, but at the same time, like my my issue is that like everybody everybody had the same talking points. Like I don't have good enough internet as is. Like like the internet I have is the highest I can get. There's no way I'm going to be able to run this well. So it's you disappointing know, that like that wasn't taken into account at all. I think the craziest the craziest part about this to me is is like I went into it with very low expectations and even those weren't met. Yeah. And and hearing that Project X Cloud is already light years beyond this and it's still in beta. And well, people I mean, and I, they're, I, but they're selling Stadia that you can't yeah. technically it, it probably is like in a beta phase, but they sold it, man. It was one hundred and thirty dollars yeah. and you had to pay to play it. You can't yeah. play it without paying for it. And and yeah, yeah. That's the worst part. Is the response I only have is yeah. Like, 
Xbox to PC from this on the same network that ran well, like you know, and I know that's a different thing. Like it wasn't amazing still, and those are in the same building, like those are on the same network. Like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you go one of two ways. Stadia could stick, you know, Google could stick with it and make it great in a year or two, or they could just shut it down when it flops because it it seems like that it did not do well. I a friend of mine has asked if they has been wondering if uh, they just support it out of spite. I I don't know. Google they say, is not. They've said it's the future, and God damn it, it's gonna be. They like uh, they did more advertising for this than Google Glass. Functional. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's kind of about all the news. Uh, video game awards. I mean, yeah, it's coming. I I don't feel like that's news. I feel like that's okay. just. I, I feel like that's just the internet. It's getting angry over something. I'm not. I'm not angry. I like. I, I. I do think it's. You know where I'm angry. It's the same place where you were like, ah, that's not really. It's the the two people that they chose from Death Stranding. Yes, that disappoints me because, it, like, it, honestly, if I had to pick two, <clears throat> lady whose name I forget that plays Fragile for sure. Leia Sedu, I think is how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, it's French, and I'm I'm I mean, I'm gonna butcher it. And um and honestly. I I know he's in everything. Goddamn, Troy Baker was amazing. Troy Baker hammed up the screen every time he was on it. But it was it felt it, it felt right for the character, and he was so good at it. Yeah, and the the two that they picked, I think, were the probably the weakest performances in that game. There's one weaker, but you, I I mean, look, both of those people, I've never I've never hated outright. I had no, I didn't see the, I didn't see what everybody else seemed to see with Norman Reedus or Mads Mikkelsen. Man, playing that game, I kind of want to see other stuff that they're in if they can put in the performance that they did here. Like, I know Mads Mikkelsen has that movie Polar that I should watch on Netflix. I've heard that's fantastic. Um, I'm like, wow. The, listen, everybody was good in that game. I can't think of anybody that was like took me out of the experience entirely, but uh, it was just it was kind of odd that it was stars, and I was like, eh. I'm like yeah. Leia Sadu, if I pronounce that correctly. Every time she was on screen, I was like, okay, I like her character more and more. She yep. was fantastic. You were right. You said your favorite character was her. Mine too. All right, let's go over to the Twitter. I know this is... Uh... Go ahead. I, I, I haven't looked at it yet, so... Right, well, you know it's going to be. I have. Uh, Rufus was our first tweet, though. He says, how do you think enhanced games will be handled when the next-gen drops? Free upgrades to some games, Cyberpunk, etc., like when the X was released, or publishers reselling the game like GTA V? Moo, I'm a cow, bitch. It depends on the game. It depends on the game because, like, I don't think they're gonna do the thing we saw last gen, where it's like buy the PS3 version of Injustice, the gold edition or whatever, whatever it was called, Game of the Year edition, 
and then pay ten dollars to get the PS4 digital copy. I don't they think tried, we'll see that. They tried that last gen and it didn't work. Yeah, so we won't see that. But I will. I do think we will see um, uh, the the just the downloading of a patch. But I I think that's but, what it needs to be truthfully. Yes, but the games that are older, like not brand new, sort of like if 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 they try to sell Death Stranding again, they'd have to add a ton of content to it, you know. But like something that's I don't know midway through the generation that comes out again, I would see them maybe. I don't know, trying to sell it again at a, at a discount, but ne- nevertheless, trying to sell it again. Yeah, I I hope that it's just patches because with backwards compatibility being across the board on Xbox and supposedly PlayStation, I hope they stick with that. Um, yeah, I think I it's mean, just got to be. I think like when Cyberpunk comes out, when the Scarlet and the PS5 launch, that we just get a patch that makes that a better game especially now that they're building games um with like they're they're more capable than what the hardware is allowing them to do right now so maybe they just get better like with you know what is it um variable resolution and frame rate and things like that like maybe these games just run better look better all that stuff so um, Jeremy says, "How many assholes will Anthony this week?" That friggin' killed me. Sorry, did you have a bunch of assholes last week? Is that what that oh, is? Oh, no, the joke at the end of it was—I uh, I think he's referring to the joke at the uh, opinions yes. are like assholes. I think he was making a joke. having too many opinions would be the joke I made after about having two. Gotcha. One of the two. That was good. <laughs> How many has? A lot, unfortunately. <laughs> David says, Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. All about that it's all about that turkey, yo. It is. Turkey. Thanksgiving. I had ham. Alright. Well, but you're Canadian, so That's Yeah, true. I know we'd have fake Thanksgiving. <laughs> Do you know they, they? You know they used to try to do a, a Black Friday after that Thanksgiving, and then I heard hold that. on, do another one <laughs> in November. Like, okay, just choose. They they stopped trying to do one in October, thankfully. But like, just like, okay, we got it. It's not going to work, and because we have Boxing Day too, which I don't think they do in the states at all, right? No, we don't do Boxing. Yeah, day. so like yeah. we have a sale. <laughs> In late November, and then a sale right after Christmas. Shy Broccoli wants to know, Yo-Yo, if it's not too late, what deals are you looking for to take advantage of on Black Friday? Spyro and Catherine, $24.99 each. Seems too good to pass up. Uh, I've been looking at that uh, PSVR deal that's actually pretty good. Is that that like $1.99 with the five games? Yep. That thing is ridiculous. Only or problem is it doesn't games. come with the move controllers. Yeah, but what are the Ooh. five games? Uh, uh, Resident Evil Seven, uh, Astrobot, um, 
you're gonna have to help me, Ken. Skyrim. Uh, Skyrim. Everybody's golf. I think. No. Everybody's golf. Yeah, everybody's golf is in okay. there. And is the is the last one Blood and Truth? No. Um, VR Worlds. I just got an email about it. It might be VR Worlds. Maybe that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, it is. It is. You're right. Okay. So I mean, those are five really solid VR offerings that don't need the move controller. Yeah, no, they they don't need them at all. It um, seems like though everybody's golf wouldn't be as good without the move controller. I, I haven't played the VR version, so I do not know. Um, I kind of want to play it. I'm kind of pissed that it's a different game than everybody's golf because I own everybody's golf, and I wish it just kind of went a bit of patch, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I, uh, yeah, so I've been, I don't know, I, I still, my, my hesitance is the fact that I don't, I still don't know if it would even work, if VR even works for me, so. You are um, more than welcome to come and try it anytime you want. I may have to do that at some point before Black Friday, just to see if it actually works. Yeah, I've got um, it set up, so. Because I don't want to, I don't want to drop 200 bucks on something that I can't even use, and obviously Jacob can use it, but, um. I don't want him to use it too much because I know it's not really good for your eyes until you're older. Yeah, but, I, I only um, let Lex play for about like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so I may have to take you up on that at some point before uh, the next couple weeks. But yeah, that's the the big deal that I've been looking at. I really, outside of that, you know, there's not a whole lot of, um, there's not a whole lot of game deals that I'm like super... Or do they not seem all that great this year? I I think it's mostly just because like I um the stuff that I really want isn't the stuff that's on sale. Um like I haven't seen a deal for and probably won't because it's so new for Jedi, um, which is really the only thing I want to buy right now. Um most of the rest of the stuff really isn't all that much cheaper. Um I found myself almost doing what I've done just about every year at Black Friday, and that's buying the uh, Elder Scrolls Online expansion that came out last year. Generally what happens is I buy the Elder Scrolls expansion that comes out the year after on Black Friday because it's always um, dramatically cheaper and then never end up playing it. So I almost bought it today, and I'm like, why? Why am I going to pay $13 for this when I'm never even going to play it? Yeah. Um, I did already buy one Black Friday deal though, and that was Overwatch because um, Jacob's been asking for it, and it was nineteen dollars. Yeah, I saw that the the like legendary legendary edition. edition. Yeah. yeah, I saw that in the like I've been looking through the sales, and like there's a ton of really great sales. There really are. Um, unfortunately, being in kind of what we're in here, like I get so many fucking games that I just. There's not really anything that I need, and like the stuff that I want, I'm looking at it going, I'm not going to play this, so why am I spending money on something I'm not even going to play right now? Yeah. So, I mean, I just I just got Pokemon, and fucking, I still haven't finished Outer Worlds. Um, I just, yeah, I don't I don't need to spend any more money. I got games coming out of my ass. I don't need any more games. Yeah. Like my my wife asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and I was like, "Ah, nothing, video games." Ah, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Shy Broccoli also says, for record, I respect what Anthony brings to the show, and y'all are better with him on. More Jay couldn't hurt either, but I know he's very busy. For that matter, every single one of you guys are awesome, and your genuine love for gaming is why I keep listening every week. We agree, and we would also like more Jay, but... Yeah, Yeah, I try to get him on as much as possible. I know he is super busy. Oh. But yeah, every time Jay's on, there's always a really good conversation that, that kicks yeah. in. Yeah, he's one of the best. Um, That's it. It's Thanksgiving, y'all. Enjoy your turkey. Be happy. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at M4G Podcast. If you want to send us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to follow each uh, the us individually, sorry, Drew had to leave. By the way, something came up, so he abruptly had to go away. But you can follow him on Twitter at DML Fury. You can follow Ryan at Wombat RP. You can follow Anthony at NTRSKT, and you can follow me at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Um, what else we got going on? Phoenix Town. It didn't happen last week. I thought you guys no, were on the show. No, we we are going to um. Drew's taking a break. Um, so we're going to start up in December with our last bad game. Ride to hell. Can you Oof. hear the enthusiasm? Yeah. It's it's going to be the worst game all year. <laughs> so we figured go out with a bang. And uh, Drew's like, I don't think it could. Yeah, well, it can. And probably oh, will. Ride to hell is one of the worst games ever made. It's- uh, yeah, it's it's a piece of shit. I'm not looking forward to it at all. But this has really taken the toll. So. Yeah, yeah, y'all need to just move on from the bad games. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason why we haven't done anything for this week or next or last week because just can't do <laughs> gotta, it anymore. I gotta say, an entire year of playing the worst games we can think of in hindsight does not sound like the best idea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, Drew and I, Drew and I, like, well, it'll be funny because. You know, it'll be like Mystery Science Theater. We'll just have a laugh at it. No, it doesn't work with video games. I think the thing the thing with Mystery Science Theater that makes it fun is because you don't have to engage with it. What makes a bad video the writing or, well, I mean, it can be the writing, but it's not the writing. It's the actual gameplay, the thing that you have to engage with. and falling through the environment is not fun and then having you die because you can't control the game properly. Yeah. It, this was a mistake. Fact. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Anyway, let's show y'all enjoy your turkey. Get fat. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast.